Thank God it's Tuesday, mainly because it's not Monday, but also because you can listen to Anna and Marta, your two very good friends from You've Got Five Options. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Today's challenge came from Chris. Chris is feeling uninspired and unmotivated and would really like to move on professionally. The challenge is that he is not quite sure how to overcome the fear. So if you would like to know which five steps we propose to Chris to be able to gain some clarity, overcome the fear and move on in his life, then you definitely have to hear today's podcast. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and we are back after a few weeks break. Yes, it was a break in podcasting but it wasn't really a break for You've Got 5 Options because we were preparing our very very first live event when we decided to try out solving life challenges live among others. Yeah, and actually this challenge that we are solving today is one of the challenges that we have received from the audience of our live event. Yes, and by the way, guys, we are not telling uh, you how it went because uh, it is today. So we cannot say if it was a huge success or, uh, or not such a huge success yet, but you will hear about it soon. It will be a huge success, but we cannot give you details because it didn't happen yet. And we are actually doing this podcast as a preparation for that event because we will be solving that challenge live. Yes, so we are ready for, you know, showing our skills in front of live audience. We are also ready to receive all the eggs and tomatoes if they will throw it at us. But they won't because it will be awesome. Amen. Fist bump. I'm visualizing now the future, guys, which actually is relevant for this challenge as well. It's very important to imagine how things will go and believe in it. I think we should just simply start with the challenge. And we don't know if we have received it from a guy or a girl. So we thought that Chris... Although I always think it's more of a guy, but Chris is fine. But we also think it's more of a guy that sent that challenge than a girl, right? Yes, because we are having, you know, our insightful, telepathic, mental skills enhanced. Okay, I'm just saying stuff. We think it's a guy, but we are not sure. So Chris, if you are a girl, we got you covered. You're Chris anyway, and that's a female name. Okay, guys, so now I will read the challenge that came from Chris. And uh, yeah, so listen up. Arriving mid-career, I'm feeling uninspired and unmotivated and ready to move on professionally and location-wise with nothing that ties me here. How to get past the fear of comfort and on deciding which option would be the best? Either taking a sabbatical to travel, find a similar job somewhere else or create my own business. My passions are travel, to discover cultures and landscapes, being creative, I am currently a product designer, all while being my best in the present moment and job too. Ooh la 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 la, you want a lot from life, Chris, don't you? We have prepared, of course, a solution for you, Chris. These are five steps that we would like you to take so that you get ready to move on in your life. 
and be ready to make a proper decision because as we can see you came up already with some ideas but as you said what keeps you is the fear of losing that comfort getting out of your comfort zone and you would like to do the right decision and live a great life while being uh, your best in present moment and job that was actually interesting so you don't want the journey to be painful i think there will be some effort involved definitely but it doesn't have to be painful because effort doesn't mean pain in my opinion But I think the good part about at least how I read it while being my best in the present moment and job too, I see the mindfulness here, you know, I see this trying to be in a moment. So even though you are maybe not so motivated anymore at your current job, you still want to get the best out of the moment. So I hear it as you are a person who is already trying to be mindful. Mm -hmm. who is already trying to get the best out of their life. So that's definitely positive. Yeah, exactly. So we will try to tell you how to do it while keeping your best version alive and flourishing in every present moment. So we have prepared those five steps for you that uh, will help you get yourself through that process of changing your life, taking the right decision for you and moving on. So the first step is open up and seek clarity. The second step is Go through all your options. The third step is work with your fear. The fourth step is select your option and make a plan. And step number five is get ready and go for it. So, sounds easy, doesn't it? Right? Just five steps and you are on the other side of the unmotivated and uninspired life. Well, actually, I, I know what the steps contain. So I know for a fact it's not that easy. You are going great, Marta, with this one. <laughs> no, of course, we know that it's more than Chris only that will listen to our podcast because we see the statistics and we know that there is uh, way more people than just one person that sends us the challenge that listens to us. By the way, we are so, so grateful, guys. We are really, really shocked that we have so many listeners. I will not disclose the number because that's not important, but wow, thank you. A moment of gratitude. So, guys, each of the steps will be easy for some of us and very difficult for the others. But the good news is that at least some of steps will be easy for some of us. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, some people have already some sort of a clarity in their life on what they want to be, but they are struggling with setting up themselves and get ready to go. Some people are doers and natural go-getters, but they are not really sure what they want. So the good part about this, as Marta said, is exactly this. You will not find all the stages difficult. Some of the stages will come easy and that's uh, that's a fantastic thing, I think. And the one that will come difficult will be a challenge that will allow you to grow. And I think it's very important to set one thing straight. Change It can be a bit uncomfortable, it can be a bit painful, it requires an effort. But if we read a challenge of Chris here, 
Chris, if you feel uninspired and unmotivated, I think that you're probably having so moments when you're miserable, when you're not feeling all that fantastic in your everyday life. So it's a matter of taking a decision. Do I want to spend my effort and life energy on feeling uncomfortable in my current uninspired life? Or do I want to spend that energy and getting a bit of uncomfort to get out of the comfort zone and go for something fantastic. I totally agree. So let's move on to step number one, which is open up and seek clarity. This is a very important step because you do have some options already in the challenge description and you don't know how to get past the fear and select the right option for yourself. That means that you are in some kind of a confusion state right now and that's why we propose to you to open up and seek clarity. So, Anna, how would you seek clarity? Well, I think here there are two important things that you mentioned, or actually one important thing you mentioned and the other one that came to my mind. You've mentioned that Chris already has some uh, options and he or she has given uh, them, wrote down actually in the challenge description. So the first question is, is it only a fear of getting out of your comfort zone and going for it? Or can there be even more options that Chris can come up with but is not aware of it? And I think seeking clarity is definitely an exercise or a process that helps you not only to overcome the fear but also generate even more options than you originally came up with seeking clarity and I know that this will sound like a cheesy line it's pretty much seeking for some sort of a life purpose or a vision of what you want to do in a future how you imagine yourself as your future self in I don't know five years ten years and working actively to ask that question to yourself every day. And I know that many people, when they are thinking about the future or when they are, you know, ask this question, what's your life purpose? They are like, um, um, those are sound effects. I'm trying to illustrate the answer. Many people are hesitant. They don't know what they really want, how they see themselves. They have some sort of an idea. And when you try to seek clarity in who you want to be, how you want to feel in the future and what you want to do, you suddenly start to generate all those options on how to get where you want to go. So pretty much seeking clarity is like exercise. It's a practice. It's being mindful every day. It's trying to observe yourself every single day. What brings me joy? Where is my passion? Is what I'm doing really valuable for me and for others? It's pretty much asking yourself questions and investigating yourself every day. And I know that this sounds like a very common knowledge, you know, know yourself and stuff like this. But the problem is that like with any common knowledge, we know it, but we don't practice it. We know that exercising is good. We don't do it. We know that seeking clarity, asking yourself those questions, actively being mindful about everything we do is the way to go to see yourself in the future. We don't do it. We don't have time. We go on autopilot every single day and we just go through the motions. So this is one very important step to be mindful and ask yourself, imagine yourself, how do I want to feel in the future? What do I want to do in the future? What brings me joy, happiness? All those very, very new age cheesy questions that are so valid right now. 
So you could simply observe yourself and maybe write down those moments Mm -hmm. where you have noticed yourself experiencing joy excitement and having those great moments and just note them down. This will be the most important information, very valuable information for yourself in what it is that brings you closer to your life goal. Another way of seeking some clarity could be imagining yourself in a specific time of life. Let's say you imagine yourself in five years and get comfy Choose a moment when you are not stressed out, you are relaxed, you are comfortable, you have a cup of nice tea, you sit down, you have a good time, you will not have anyone disturbing you and try to imagine yourself in five years. Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? What do you want to have? What are you doing in five years? And note it down. Allow that to fly out of you. Don't stress yourself. Don't overthink it. Allow it to come out of you. If you feel that you are still restricting yourself in that process, imagining that you are shooting a movie with the main character. That could be a great way to allow yourself to go for the wildest dreams while not putting that uh, in that stress of, oh, it's me and I can't do that and I can't do this. It's to allow your imagination. It's to allow yourself imagine your best possible scenario. Yeah, I think, Marta, that this was a very valid point what you just mentioned because many times, even if we imagine ourselves in five years, we already have restrictions in our head because maybe we somehow think logically that, okay, this is the most lucrative career path in the branch I am. So, for instance, I have a friend who is complaining about his job for uh, quite some time and whenever I say, with the skills you have, you can do so much more. He's like, no, I have only experience in this. So when he imagines himself in five years, he imagines himself only in that specific field that he's working, which is the first, very first mistake. As Marta said, imagine yourself shooting a movie. You can do whatever you want. Imagine you are a kid again. And you dream. What dreams did you have when you were a kid? You wanted to maybe be a fireman, an actress, model, single. It's like, it's amazing how kids are dreaming, you know? They don't they don't really see those restrictions. So they just dream about all kinds of things. The dreams by kids are the most um, funny and unusual, right? You know, or even I want to be a superman. Bring that in. You have it still. Don't think rationally. Don't think what is your career path or whatsoever. Try to do it first as a form of exercise. And then I think uh, more you will start to imagine this, more answers will come to you. And the last thing is, if for some reason your imagination is still a little bit restrained, instead of imagining what you would like to do or who would you like to be, First, start to imagine how would you like to feel in five years. Meaning, if you don't know what is your profession or skills or what are you working with, if now you are feeling uninspired and unmotivated, I guess in five years you would like to feel inspired and motivated. Imagine yourself inspired and motivated. And then those things that inspire you and motivate you will naturally come into your head like pictures because there were moments in your life, I guess, when you were inspired and motivated. Focus on feeling first. See what the feeling, what pictures 
that feeling brings to your head from all the resources of your brain, from all your experiences. Maybe that's a starting point. I think that's a great uh, point. And the thing that you mentioned at the beginning, doing that research, that mindfulness about the moments when you actually feel inspired, excited, when you feel joy, then it will give you the information what kind of things bring you that, what kind of activities bring this kind of feeling. So that's definitely great. For the end of that option, I would like to add that you can actually ask that question out loud, maybe before you go to sleep, maybe before you're going to meditate, maybe before you're going to start to journal. Ask that question that is really there inside of you and then simply allow yourself to get that answer from within you. Cosmic So if you are a person who likes to meditate or who is open to meditating, that's a great way. Other way is to do so-called free-flow writing. So when you wake up, before your brain takes over the entire control, you just, you know, open your eyes, pull out a piece of paper and a pen, and you start writing. If you ask that question, you'll get an answer. Just allow yourself to get it. And a little disclaimer, guys, I have some news for you. This is usually not a thing that will take you a day or two. Living a life where you seek clarity and you are mindful about the vision of yourself and the activities that you do, that's like going to the gym. It's not enough to go to the gym two times and get fit. You have to do it daily. It's a habit that you have to build because even if there are some people who are sure what they want to do, Trust me, in five years, they actually might have a totally different vision. That's a process of developing. So if at the beginning, Chris, you don't really come to any big conclusions, don't give up because it's almost like I haven't ate any sugar for three days. Why I am not, uh, you know, like why, why haven't I lost five kilos? Because it's been three days. Dude, you have to do it for a longer time. It's the same with this. It cannot be just... Two days I was seeking for clarity, I haven't found it, this sucks. It has to be something that you do daily. It has to be a habit. Chances are that if you already have been mindful and you have been thinking about these kind of things like being at your best in a moment and if you already have some options that you can actually get some important information to support you already very soon. But it is true, it's a journey. It's something that uh, will be changing in our lives and it's something that will help us if we are practicing it from now on until the end of our days here. Where did that come from? That was a bit like, what the hell? Okay, so let's move on to step number two. Go through all your options. So basically what we mean here now is that first you have stated some options already in your description and we hope that while seeking clarity, while doing some of those exercises, you have also discovered some additional options. Or maybe because of doing some of those mindful exercises, you are ready for another brainstorming session. However, the deal here is that you do have some options and we would like to help you facilitate the process of choosing the one that is the best for you. So, the best decisions are the ones that are taken in the right balance for you between your intuitive part and your more reasonable part. So your feeling part and your thinking part. 
Some of us are more prone to take decisions based on our instincts and impulses, based on what our gut tells us. Others are extremely down-to-earth, reasonable, and making a very long analysis before they take any decision. Each one of us have to find the right balance for ourselves. So we, in this kind of situation, propose very simple exercises. Mind gym time. Ole! The first exercise is to write down your options and then read it out loud for yourself and note down how you feel as you hear them. Do you feel good or bad? Is it an excitement? Is it fear? What is it that you experience when you hear that option? And note down that very first reaction and feeling. That's the feeling part. That's allowing your intuition to tell you what's your first response. And then the other exercise that we offer is a very simple one where you note down the pros and cons of each of the options in order to allow your more reasonable part here as well. You can also prioritize your options, but you will gather a lot of interesting information. You'll gather your first response and you'll gather the pros and cons. We will not ask you yet to take your decision here because there is one important factor that you have mentioned and that's fear. So we will first want you to take the next step before you actually take a decision, but it is an important part of the process. Allow your feeling part and allow your reasonable part to come up front to you. But before we move on to that step three, uh, Anna, I think you'd like to add something. Yes, I was actually thinking, Chris, that I would like to challenge you because you have come up with three options. At least this is what you have in a description. There is a chance that you have more. And as we have mentioned, this option is to go through all your options. And Marta said that while you will be doing the mindful practice from the step one, you may discover more options than you have already come up with. And this is something that happened to me lately. I will not give you the, the, the story because then it's uh, the podcast will be about me and that's not the point. But I would like to challenge you, Chris. You have written that your passions are travel and being creative. Please come up with at least 20 different professions that can combine travel and being creative. And if at the beginning you are stuck, go and Google it. See what are the professions? Because the first thing you think, probably some kind of a photographer that travels or a journalist that travels or maybe someone who goes from place to place. There is way more options for people who have passion of traveling and are, by the way, creative. Because you can, uh, for instance, aha, uh -huh, now I got stuck with my own idea, but I was thinking about it. Marta, what are the professions for people who likes to travel? For instance, being a pilot of uh, of the trips. So guide? Guide. Tourist guide. Tra tourist guide. Those are just two things from the top of our head. Write down 20. 20 things that combine the passion of traveling and being creative. You can maybe even come up with your own business. Your own very fresh idea. And then when you have 20, you open up some kind of a creativity and some kind of a flow of more options. Because many times we are getting stuck at three solutions. See what you, your passions are and your strengths and try to combine as many of them into as many options as possible. 
yeah, but try to think out of the box and you don't even have to necessarily come up with a new business. There are these people now that agree even with corporations that they will be traveling, working from remote places Mm -hmm. and they combine the current job that they have and uh, the passion of traveling by moving around the world and working remotely. Depending what kind of job you do, it could be possible. Just think out of the box, let your imagination loose, don't restrict yourself thinking, ah, oh, my company would not allow that or would not agree to do that. Maybe other company would. Mm -hmm. Maybe you would set up your own company. So don't restrict yourself allow your imagination your creativity to help you there exactly even the most ridiculous option can be an inspiration for your life idea so now you have plenty of your options you have allowed yourself to turn on your intuitive part by writing down which options feel good but uh, which uh, give some fear and so on you have also said what are the pre- uh, pros and cons of each of the option maybe you are starting to have some favorite options but before you do take a decision we would like you to work a bit with your fear because that's what you mentioned in your description that fear is something that you are struggling with in order to move on with your life so i was thinking why are people afraid to feel the fear what's so bad about it and i was thinking that in our education in the way we are raised we are often simply not even introduced into how to manage our emotions. So what's really the fear? It's a vibration in our body and it's something that we actually need. The fear is our intuitive response to a danger. So it's something that we actually need in order to be able to keep ourselves safe. So it's something that invokes that reaction of fight or flight. It's very important to acknowledge it's something that our ancestors have really needed and used a lot in the times when there was really a lot of life-threatening situations. So first of all we tell the fear, okay, I acknowledge that you have been needed in order for humans to develop. But right now we are in a western society where we, let's face it, we are not really facing life-threatening situations 10 times a day. But our brain to a new situation and quitting our job and going for something new is reacting as if our life was in danger because it's something new, it's something unknown. And for our DNA, that means danger. So that's something that is activated in us if we are trying to change our situation. And now let's just simply think about it. What do we feel when the fear comes? For some of us, you know, it will be a squeeze in the stomach. It will be some kind of a heaviness in our chest. For some of us, maybe the throat will be squeezing. If we think about it, what do we feel in our body when we feel the fear? It's actually not something that's gonna kill us. It is not comfortable. It is not nice, but it's not going to kill us. We are so afraid to feel the fear as if the fear itself was going to kill us, but it's not going to kill us. So that's one of the things. Just simply feel the fear and do it anyway. That's how it is about any kind of difficult emotion. The only way for the emotion to really go away is to allow to feel it and then to let it go. If we are going to try to stuff it, avoid it, kick it out, 
smoke it away, drink it away, is not going to disappear. It's going to get stuffed inside ourselves and it's going to produce more fear, more anxiety, more of those difficult emotions. So the only way to manage your emotions is to actually acknowledge them. It's to learn how to deal with them when they come, to feel them and then to let them go. And that's something that requires practice as well. It's not something that we are going to master just by doing it once. However, that's the thing. When we start to allow ourselves to feel the difficult emotion, we are starting to see that we can actually control it. Some of the really cool exercises are allow yourself some time, start to feel the fear and then see Can I decrease it a little bit? Can I increase it a little bit? Can I imagine myself that the fear is a big ball of light? You know, as you practice your imagination, as you get better and better in this practice, you will see that you are actually in control of that emotion. And then, you know, at some point when you are able to imagine that the fear is a ball of fire or something, you can just throw it out of the window. But the thing is here is to feel that, to see that you are in control and then to let it go. So basically, that's difficult emotions. We need them. They are a part of our journey and they are not so comfortable to fear sometimes, but it's always about the comparison to our real life. How is it going to be if you don't get past that fear? what you're going to feel, the pain of staying where you are and feeling uninspired and unmotivated in everyday life can be much larger than the actual pain of the fear. So one very simple way to deal with your fear is to actually write down the worst case scenario for, and you can do it for each of your options. So previously you have selected a few options. You have uh, written down all the pros and cons of each of the options. And now the question is, what's the worst thing that can happen? And the reason for doing that is not to get yourself even more afraid. It is to actually then write down a possible solution to each of the worst case scenarios. And as you say, for example, you take a sabbatical and travel around around the world. What's the worst thing that can happen? And then let's say you write down, the money will finish. Yeah, that's actually not the worst thing that can happen. There are way worse things. I'm sorry that I'm saying that, but I just remember that we did very much similar exercise with me just a couple of days ago, Marta. And I remember because I uh, I am now trying to figure out what I will do with my life, uh, let's say more professionally. I had a conversation, me and Marta, with one of my friends was not the most cheerful person in the planet and he has pointed out many many things that could go wrong and I started to be afraid and the thing is that I am usually not a person who is easy to to get scared of uh, things I um I like to think of myself as a courageous person but that really brought me down and then Marta told me Anna so what is the worst thing that can happen and I was like half pissed at the situation, maybe a little bit pissed at you because I started to think about the worst thing that can happen and my imagination went wild. I will have no place to live. I will live under the bridge. My daughter will live with her father only and I don't know, I will be a beggar. That kind of stupid and it's actually good as well, that kind of stupid worst fears like from where will I take money? I will go bankrupt and I did it. I imagined all of that shit 
And then I felt a lot of fear. And suddenly when I materialized that fear by saying it out loud, it has less power on me. Because to be honest, I think in the end of the day, what we are afraid of the most is a fear of unknown. And also of unknown scenarios we have in our head. We don't want to, as Marta, you actually said very smart, we don't want to face our fear because we know that it's super scary. But because we don't define it, we make it even more scarier because we are afraid of unknown. This is how we humans work. So I had all of those fears of stuff, of, of stuff that can go wrong somewhere at the back of my head and I never wanted to say it out loud because I was afraid to say it out loud. But once I told to Marta, Marta, I can go bankrupt. I can live on the street. I can live under the bridge. I felt better. I just like I totally drain out all the worst possible scenarios. I said them out loud and I was like, okay, this is what I'm facing. Freaking scary. Okay, but now I know what I'm facing. And then you can suddenly come up with the solutions. If you will not go through that, I need to say what are the absolutely worst things that can happen. You are unable to come up with the solutions that, you know, the contingency plans. Because, you know, okay, if I will end up on a street, let's say, I will try to um, ask my friends if I can stay over for couple of time or I will maybe try to get a tiny teeny apartment or maybe I will I don't know even jo join some homeless house for for the time being I know this will not happen to me but suddenly you start to activate again your resourcefulness and creativity and okay if I'm on a street I will do this and this and this and this and actually it motivates you as well you think if I'm on the street, okay, even if I would live, with, I was thinking, even if I would have to go and live in a house for homeless people, they do have internet there, right? Because then I can really like keep on working on my whatever and make it faster. It, it's really funny how it works. But it's actually quite a simple exercise. And as I could hear when you talk about it now, already the fact that you were able to voice out those fears and let them loose was actually part of the clearing for you just by allowing yourself to get it out of your system. But now we are ready to move on to step four, which was select your option and make a plan. So what we have done so far, we have encouraged you to get some clarity. We have encouraged you to search for those things that you do the, that bring you joy, that make you feel inspired and motivated. We have asked you to be very, very open and come up even with some completely different options than the ones that you have already stated. We have told you to work with your fear you have all the information that you need to be able to take your decision. And maybe it's not your final decision because we were also giving you a disclaimer that this may be something that takes time. It could be that you are able to take the first decision, but you do have some information right now to be able to take a decision. I was actually thinking about this whole stuff with the with the process as you mentioned that you know you might try to take an option uh, but in the end of the day I think what what's the most important here is the process right so you might have some options already and you might try to select it and you might select it and if you don't feel fully comfortable with it it's perfectly fine to come back to the step one and do it again, right? If you're not ready, 
to select an option, just start all over again. It mm -hmm. could take you a few days, maybe a few weeks of processing through the information, through the first few steps before you are ready to take a decision. But when you are finally there and you are ready to select your option, the next thing that you need to do is to make a plan. I, I only had one more disclaimer for this one. I think that one of the biggest challenges that people have with this whole, you know, like what should I do? How should I do it? What are my options? And, you know, seeking clarity is that they think that this will happen overnight or that this will happen in a relatively short period of time. Like if I will sit on it and I will just work on it for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, it will come. I would like you to remember that we are talking about your entire life, which hopefully will be 100 years old. This is not a race, it's a marathon. And you may not get the clarity or you may not get all the right options within just a week or two. It's not some kind of an assignment or a process that you can put a deadline on. Many times you will be onto something and then a new striking idea will come or new opportunity and you will have another option or another way of doing stuff. What I want to underline here or highlight depending how I would work with a paper if that would be a written word but what I really want you to pay attention to is that this is a process and a journey and no matter how cheesy those two things sounds process journey you know all of the people are saying process journey but this is actually this is a discovery that you are making within yourself and be prepared that this is a lifetime commitment it is not something like I've heard this. I really love this. It's not like the piano of purpose will suddenly fall on you one day. You might have different life purposes on different stages. You might have different options on different stages. You just have to be mindful and open, just open to everything that comes. So if you will not figure out in the first week or two, my point is don't drop it. You have to do it. It's like an exercise. So I think, and actually, if you will do it mindfully, you will see how your creativity level rises, how uh, your excitement about your future rises, because you are making active inquiry about how you want to be in a couple of years. And this is how you can actually be also the best version of yourself while being in a present moment, because you are working towards something that is uh, your best future version of yourself. Just please don't take it as because you haven't figured it out and you haven't got your clarity that you have to stay where you are and continue doing it forever and ever until that piano falls down, the piano of purpose falls down on you. I really am imagining like when you are walking down the street and then you have this idea and then the piano of purpose falls on you, I think it would kill you. Depend yeah. from which floor. But actually, I, I love it. It's it, because it shows, yes, some people, they have random revelations. Revelation. It's possible. But for most of us, it really is a commitment to yourself, commitment to your life purpose and commitment to your journey. And we humans, we have problems with commitments. We want things fast. We want clarity. We want options just like this, quickly, fastly, because we want to move smoothly. But as I said, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And what I wanted to say that I will still encourage you, even though you haven't figured it out completely yet and you don't have the full clarity, that you should still select an option and go for it. 
And the reason why I would encourage that is because you need to do things, Mm -hmm. experiment things in order to gain further level of clarity. Exactly. So you may not be able to uh, select that final my life purpose and I need to be a doctor and heal other people in Africa in order to move on with your life. So that's exactly uh, how my journey looks like. I have had no idea what was my life purpose. I could not figure it out. It is a process that I am on for a few years and very committed to it for the last year and a half. And that's how I had to do it. I had to start experimenting different things. I had to start going for different things. I had to start some courses and uh, podcasts or new initiatives in order to gain the next level of discovery. But I am moving on. I am fighting against that uninspired and unmotivated uh, part of my life. And I am trying new things and it is bringing me closer to having that clarity. More options you take, more things you try, even if more controlled environment, meaning you don't have to quit your job straight away and just like, woohoo, let's try this option that I'm not even fully convinced for. It gives you lessons. It shows you what maybe you don't want or shows you a little bit more what you do want but you will not learn it by not doing it you have to do it you know even if you fail you know what not to do again Uh, always seek a lesson in everything you do and I think that's the most important thing Okay, so now we have the last step, which we have actually discussed a little bit already. So step five is get ready and go for it. We have already been talking about it. Getting ready has been the entire process that you have gone through with us until now and just go for it. Even if it's just a first step, even though it's just a first action and if you don't have the clarity yet, go for the first thing that comes to your mind. At least try it out. This will help you to gain more clarity. So this is the place to gather up your courage and just do it. So basically here I would like to say that you can select the best possible option that you have been able to come up with right now, but you can have a plan B, plan C, plan D, and then you can try out different things But that's really going for it. Even if you decide to stay in your job right now and just try a few things in your free time, commit to it, go for it. Like really get that pen and paper and write down those moments when you feel joy, excitement, inspiration, but go for it. Don't just stay in this uninspired, unmotivated uh, place. Exactly. Just think like you are a detective on crime scene investigation and you are investigating yourself and you are investigating your own life purpose, for instance. I think that that could be something that would switch and detach yourself from those limiting beliefs or fears, like when you would have to actually make a research about yourself, as you are not yourself. And uh, with going for it, I think sometimes we have a lot of options, and I could assume that you, Chris, would have a lot of options. Maybe sometimes it's good to try with one thing, and as as Marta said, just commit for it. Make a small plan, design the first step, and try just try so for instance you have mentioned you like traveling and you like uh, you are creative you are a product product designer 
figure out one little thing you can do. I don't know what you have or what you don't have. Maybe you would like to make a little blog or website or record something funny to your friends at the beginning about being creative at product designing or something about traveling. I don't know because you only gave us two things, but for sure you have way more interest. Maybe try with, with something like even like recording to your friends a small speech or note about something or about your search for life purpose. The most important is do something. Don't overthink it. Do it. And that's it, Chris and all the other people uh, who are listening to it and are on this journey of trying to get out of the unmotivated, uninspired life into something uh, new and exciting and getting past their fear. Good luck, guys. Good luck, guys. And we will hear each other on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. You are listening to You've Got 5 Options podcast, where we solve your life challenges weekly. Remember that you can visit our website and submit your challenge or comment at other people's challenges at you've got 5 optionscom This is www.youvegot5 as a number options.com. And remember that our next podcast will be available for you on Tuesday. Next time, we'll be discussing Monica's challenge. Monica has realized that she was involving herself in all the wrong relationships and that she needs to do some inner work first. But now she has realized what were the mistakes she's been doing in the past and she's ready to get out there. So what should she do to ensure that she doesn't repeat the mistakes of the past? If you want to know, then you definitely have to join us next time. And if you like what you've heard, please make sure that you leave us a review on iTunes. That's all, folks!